Welcome to Sage Up, a podcast about anything and everything that involves all of us on some level to better ourselves, our community, our society, humanity as a whole, by making the most impeccable choices as decent human beings. Higher vibrations and scientific data work together to make this podcast happen. I'm your host, Elle. We have a lot to talk about, so get comfy and enjoy this journey with me. One of my favorite quotes, there is nothing permanent except change. That's by Heraclitus, Greek philosopher. So in my last episode, I was talking about who are you? Who are we without these labels and boxes that we tend to put ourselves in or put each other in? And now I find that we are labeling and boxing ourselves and each other more than ever right now. And it's harder for us to step out of our comfort zones, meaning once we are, have gravitated towards something that we feel comfort comfortable with, it's hard for us to step away from that comfort zone, to ask questions, to maybe think differently about something or to expose ourselves to something different. We're noticing that in the social realm, in the political realm, very, very heavily. And there's a lot of tension. And it's to this point now that science is being attacked uh, and discouraged you know, discounted. Um, it, that's how far we've gotten when it comes to this because of comfort zones. And I think that something like, uh, conspiracy theories, which I will, I keep saying, I'm going to talk about in an episode. I will conspiracy theories have allowed people to find a comfort zone and to elaborate on that a little bit more, people are trying to feel like they belong somewhere. And that's a natural uh, human instinct. We all want to belong and that's normal. And, you know, as a side note, we are all sheep. If you have not created something, if you have not manifested something out of your own self, out of your own being, um, you've gotten it from somewhere else. And so that means you're a sheep. I'm a sheep. Everybody's a sheep, but everybody's a sheep about different things. So that, that argument is kind of null uh, at this point. But in order to unsheep, so to speak, or to 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 herd yourself in a different different direction, so to speak, it, it's about stepping out of your comfort zone. And we all have our comfort zones. Uh, we have our physical comfort zones. We have our mental comfort zones. We have our psychological comfort zones, our spiritual comfort zones, uh, emotional comfort zones, all of this, you know, when it comes to maybe it's, you know, trying new food or trying new activities or learning a new language or understanding somebody that you don't get along with. Or, you know, the list goes on. We all have our comfort zones. And it's sometimes more difficult to step out of our comfort zones, depending on the situation, uh, than others. And so it might be easier for me uh, to try a new food than it would be for me to go uh, try a new, um, you know, like a, 
an extreme sport of some sort. (laughs) So, and everybody's different in that manner. Your comfort zone is different than mine uh, in all these different aspects. And so I think it's important that we learn how to step out of our comfort zones because the only way that we are going to change, learn, develop as a human being is stepping out of our comfort zones. That's how we learn. Usually what happens is when we face something difficult, stressful, heartbreaking, we have a choice. We have a choice of trying to smush it down and hide it or run away. Or we have a choice of facing it and going through it in order to develop ourselves, to gain a new perspective, to grow and to become stronger. So stepping out of your comfort zones, allowing yourself to be hit with stress is a matter of growth. So, and on the subject of stress, stress is inevitable. We are going to face stress no matter what, from traffic to breaking a glass to losing someone dear to us to a natural disaster to an illness. We will all be faced with these things in our life. It's inevitable. How we cope with it is a matter of, is it going to become distress? And I love this terminology of stress taking over the body. If we allow stress to eat away at us, to take over the body, that we don't deal with this stress, that we don't process this stress, if we don't, um, if we don't allow ourselves to face this stress and work through it, it's just going to overcome our body. And of course, this is coming from the, the side of me that understands the scientific aspect. And of course, being a massage therapist, hearing the issues are in the tissues, uh, all of these things, we do manifest our stress physically. So how can we find a way to not allow it to overcome our physical selves, which can lead to illness and different forms of discomfort and pain that we may deal with throughout our lifetime. It's about stepping out of your comfort zone. So that comfort zone, stepping out, maybe dealing with and facing an issue that you haven't faced yet, uh, confronting something or someone. It's really uncomfortable. It is. But it's a matter of finding what works for you to overcome that. Um, and again, uh, just expanding your knowledge and experience of learning about different cultures, which I was just talking about in a previous episode. Uh, maybe having a conversation with somebody that you wouldn't normally have, something that might make you feel uncomfortable. Um, Again, trying new foods, trying a new activity, or going somewhere that you never imagined going to, because you're never going to know until you try it, right? And if it doesn't serve you, okay, great. You can at least say that you've tried it, right? Um, All the way down to, you know, trying a food that you 
swear is is disgusting, but you've actually never tried it. So um, I'm kind of a culprit when it comes to that. But, you know, I would say in the past decade, especially, I've allowed myself to be exposed to new food experiences, uh, especially living with a chef. <laughs> um, he has definitely uh, introduced uh, some foods that common and uncommon that I'm glad I tried. And some of them I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. I've tried it and I'm good. But others I'm like, I love it. I think it's great. Why did I ever think otherwise before? So I allowed myself to experience something, even if it was uncomfortable for me mentally or literally physically. So we put these boundaries on ourselves and that can be so harmful for our development. I'm facing the hugest comfort zone stepping out of as we speak, and that is going to school. And here I am pursuing a doctor degree at 42. What am I doing? This is crazy. But it's fun. It's exhilarating. It's challenging. And I can't believe I've come this far already and I've learned so much and it excites me that I'm just like, you know what? I'm still young and I will still be young by the time I graduate and I will still be able to have a career and I'm really excited for that. The other comfort zone that I'm going to have to step out of is moving. I'm, I've never lived anywhere other than Washington State. I've wanted to. But there are certain things that have happened in my life that have allowed me to stay here instead of move away. Did I have a choice? I did. However, I wanted to make the best choice in those moments, and that was to stay here. Now, have I lived in different cities and with different people in different locations? Yes, but I've never lived outside of the state. And my travel itself is pretty minimal. Uh, so I am nervous, but I'm really looking forward to this new chapter in my life. It's exciting. So whenever you face any kind of a discomfort, um, there's going to be mixed emotions. <laughs> there's going to be mixed emotions. And you will see like once you've done it or experienced it or faced it, you're going to go, oh, wow, I came out alive. And one of my favorite quotes, one of my favorite like little things that I've seen, and apparently it's attached to mom life, but I've seen it attached to different uh, situations and scenarios is, but did you die? <laughs> you know? Okay. So this happened to you. That sucks. That really sucks. And to have um, you know, compassion and empathy for somebody who's gone through something that I haven't is very important to understand that there was a lot of discomfort that they just went through, that there was a lot that they had to step out of their comfort zone. They were forced out of their comfort zone for something. Um, but look, they, they pulled through and here they are, you know, and it is a matter of, in a sense, life or death. Because there are some things where, okay, so maybe you don't have a choice of losing somebody, but you have a choice of how you deal with that. There are certain things, again, that is are going to be out of your control, but what you're in control of 
is allowing to be outside of that comfort zone and to to process this discomfort in a healthy manner instead of close it down, shut it off. I I have had PTSD and the way I'm phrasing that is because it is not it is not as 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 strong as it used to be. And a lot of it had to do with mind over matter for me. I didn't want to be that way. I didn't want to be going through that recycling of the situations from the past. I wanted to heal. I wanted to progress. And I was very fortunate to have a good uh, support system. And uh, the person, uh, you know, that helped me the most is, is my current partner. And I love him so much for that, for the patience and understanding uh, that and space that he has given me to be able to do that. Uh, if I didn't have that, it would probably be a lot more difficult. But I do have uh, some lingering aspects of PTSD, which would be anxiety and depression. And they aren't as bad as they used to be, but I would probably say what gets to me the most is depression. And I still fight with that. But at the same time, I try to find any way possible to, to let that depression process. And here's, here's, here's a for instance. And this is the example I want to give when it comes to comfort zones and change and depression. So I remember a while back, I want to say it was a few years back, where I thought to myself, what if depression, and this is something that has been said by other people, not just myself, depression is not a condition, it's a symptom of something else, something deeper that is going on. And so I thought to myself, okay, so depression is a symptom, it's not a condition itself. There's something deeper underlying but what is that? And I, it dawned on me because of some of the cycles of depression that I was going through was depression is a, is a, um, is a sign or a signal for me to do something, to change, whether that be change my mindset or to change something that I'm surrounded by. So let's say if somebody is depressed because of a relationship that they're in, if somebody is depressed because they don't have anybody around them, if somebody is depressed because they lost somebody, so on and so forth. What is, why are you depressed? I think that's probably the biggest question to ask. And that can be hard. That can be stepping out your side of your comfort zone because you don't want to face that. Why are you depressed? Why do you feel this way? And a lot of people say, I don't know, but there is a root cause. There is a root cause and finding somebody to help you with that, like a, you know, really good therapist or somebody can help you with that. Um, sometimes it's not easy to try to figure that out on your own. So I don't blame you, but Asking yourself, and there are different methods of getting this out. So if you don't feel like talking to somebody, um, there are different methods of doing this. Journaling, meditating, um, hypnosis might work. Uh, there, Again, there's different types of therapies out there to where you don't necessarily have to talk to somebody. But again, there's a way for you to discover these things, to figure these things out. 
But uh, if you think about it, again, just to reiterate, depression is not a condition, but a symptom for the need to change. Need to change something in your life, whether that be from your mindset or, again, something that you need to change uh, outwardly. So, again, um, your living situation, your location, um, your relationship, uh, again, even your mindset, whatever that may be. And, again, that's hard. That's hard work. And and that, that work that you have to put into this, the effort that you have to put into this change is getting out of your comfort zone. But when you start to allow that change to happen, it's like you can breathe again. You feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders, you know? So here's an example, my most recent example. For about, I don't know how many years now, three years or so, I've really been feeling like I am ready for a a location change. Like I don't feel... Like I need to be in this location in Washington state anymore. There's been things that have held us back, of course, you know, finances and jobs and whatnot. But I'm to this point now where I've had to dissect, you know, I've had to dissect what's going on. Why am I feeling this way? Why do I need to, why do I need to get out of here? Well, a lot of it is the climate and depression. Um, you know, lately it's been really sunny out. So my spirit is higher. I feel more motivated. I feel better about myself. Um, and so I'm, I'm realizing that I know climate is a big part of it, but what the pinnacle point was, is I went through a depressive state two winters ago. And again, winter is a very natural time for me to go into a depressive state, but this time it was heavier. There was something deeper going on and I was trying to figure out what it was. And I knew part of it was, I am kind of done with this chapter of my life, but what do I do? And I knew that I needed a change. What is this change? Well, I'm happy with my relationship. You know, I have so much to be thankful for and so much to be fortunate for. You know, my, my practice is thriving and, and all this kind of stuff, but what is this change that I'm seeking? And it was literally an overnight epiphany and I couldn't believe how, how rapidly this happened. But, uh, and you know, at that recent time I was really fascinated with neuroscience. And so it dawned on me, I want to go back to school and I never imagined myself. Here's me putting myself in a box and taking myself out of it listen to my previous episode, I allowed myself to step out of that box and say, I can do this. I I can go to school because I never fathomed doing the four-year thing or, you know, going that route at all, ever. Uh, I was insistent in never, ever, ever going to a public college, you know, financial reasons, uh, personally, as well as, you know, the institutions and uh, the system uh, and just all of that schooling that would be ahead of me. But I'm like, no, this feels right. I want to do this. I want to learn neuroscience and I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. And it was so interesting because this decision happened right before the pandemic. And so as of October, November of 2019, I had decided I'm going back to school. And so I'm like, I'm going to go back to school spring of 2020. 
perfect time for me to do this. So, you know, here January, February, I'm going and talking to the school, getting all registered. And then the pandemic happened. And I'm like, how timely is this? Because now I can put a lot more concentration into my schooling. And, you know, of course, you know, I wasn't, you know, working, you know, of course, my business did shut down for a few months. So it gave me that time to get comfortable with school. Of course, it was all online. I have not been exposed to the in-person schooling yet in my college. Now, I have attempted once before to get at least an associate's in psychology because psychology has always fascinated me, but I didn't necessarily want to become a psychologist. I didn't necessarily want to work with clients one-on-one but I was fascinated with psychology. I've always understood it. It's always been a natural knack for me, something that I have always self-researched, self-taught. And so there's a lot of information that I have already gained from that aspect. But once I really started to understand neuroscience, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. This, This is my new chapter. This is it. So again, I've been able to give this this year, okay, silver lining, of the shutdown is to be able to focus on my next chapter. And so I've been able to focus on school and yet my practice, you know, has been thriving. Uh, But now I'm starting to, um, you know, starting to take away pieces from my practice and go into a different route so that when I leave, that transition won't be abrupt. Um, I'm, I'm training somebody to take over Reiki teaching for me. I am starting to um, whittle out uh, practicing massage and teaching massage uh, and focusing more on the Reiki teaching and the, uh, and the yoga practice. So I'm very thankful for that silver lining that I've been given, this opportunity that I've been given to step out of my comfort zone. And I forced myself, I made myself do this and commit to it. And I'm like, I have my days. I have my days where I'm like, can I really do this? Oh, this is difficult. Um, you know? And so, and of course, this discussion after discussion with with my partner and, and understanding where he's at and he is so supportive and we're talking about it constantly on almost a daily basis about our next steps and our transition and things like this. And it's great to have that support. So I understand that there are some people that don't necessarily feel like they have the support out there, but there is support out there. Whether you are not able to get it from family or friends, support is out there. And that is great is because once you take that leap, once you, and I'm not necessarily just talking about education, I'm just talking about any kind of stepping out of your comfort zone, any kind of change that you know you need that is going to be healthier for you um, can be done with support and support is out there. Resources are out there. Um, And if you're a parent and you're thinking about your child, think, you know, understand that there are resources out there. There's support out there for you and your child because you need to do what's best for you. You need to do what's best for your child. And so there are hard decisions that that people have to make. But once you make those hard decisions, the error is in, is in, you know, not 
not making those changes and sitting there kind of, you know, sulking over the regret of not making that change. But if you don't try to make that change, you'll never know. You'll never know what else is out there for you. Um, Support group wise, experience wise, growth wise, opportunity wise. And so it is, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's daring. It's scary, but you can do it. And I think what's been refreshing for me to remind myself of this new journey is looking at other people who um, are in the neuroscience realm and go, wow, they can do it. I can do it. Even just anybody in college, you know, like if they can do it, I can do it. And so um, I, I look for those bits of encouragement, even if I am not directly attached to that support group, just looking um, or observing, I should say, observing uh, other people uh, can be very motivating for me. So stepping out of your comfort zone. The other piece when it comes to stepping out of your comfort zone is being okay to not... To, so another piece of stepping out of your comfort zone is being okay to admit when you're wrong. Being okay to see somebody else's perspective. So when it does come to, you know, disagreements, arguments, difficult conversations, different perspectives, we have a lot of that happening right now, is that, you know, we have a lot of cognitive dissonance going on and that pushes us into our box even more because Every time we hear uh, a a conflicting message, a conflicting um, information, it puts us in our box even more. And we just keep getting comfier and comfier in our box. And we're so scared to step out of this box. But if you can recognize that what's important is humility and integrity Stepping out of the box, you will gain a lot of respect for that. Uh, For instance, you know, no, I'm hearing people saying, you know what? I used to be into conspiracy theories. I was one of them. I've been into conspiracy theories. I know people as of recent who were involved in QAnon and have stepped out and go, oh my God, I can't believe I was involved in that. And now I see the light. Now I understand what I was being... um, exposed to and that is not me that's not who I am and I'm being honest you know hey I used to believe this stuff you know so it is about being comfortable being discomfort being uncomfortable so being comfortable being uncomfortable if that makes sense so uh another word to use I guess in this would be vulnerable, being vulnerable, being vulnerable to change, being vulnerable to acceptance, being vulnerable to admitting uh, your, you know, your choices or admitting your error in judgment or or things like that. We need to be expanding our perspectives. We need to be choosing to understand each other and learn from one another. And that's another way of stepping out of our comfort zone and getting out of our boxes. You know, we're so tightly, you know, squeezed in these boxes that I know that's suffocating. And we know this, we very well know this. So in order to feel like we have a little bit more freedom with 
you know, things that may feel like we're not in control of, we've got to step out of our boxes. We have got to expose ourselves to discomfort. We have got to ask questions. We have got to seek support because it's out there. Um, and just know that it can be done. It can be done. And so, you know, it's it's really le- like our potential is limited, limitless and we are meant to heal. We're not fragile creatures. We are not fragile creatures. Um, and that's what's so amazing, you know, physiologically, mentally, and beyond that, consciously, that we are not fragile creatures. So I hope that you have enjoyed this little rambling of mine. And I hope that encourages you to step out of your comfort zone and to maybe break away from that box or that label that you've created yourself for yourself, because, you know, we are meant to change, you know, like I said, the only thing that's, that's constant is change. We are meant to change. And if you do find yourself ever in a depressive rut, hopefully there's a way, a method in which you can figure out why, uh, what you need to change, uh, in order to break out of that rut and move forward and just have this wonderful breakthrough for yourself, a wonderful healing process for yourself. So thank you. And I will chat with you soon. Hey, thanks again for tuning into this episode and any other episodes you have. I appreciate you, the listener. I am not a sponsored podcast and I want to keep it that way. And so I am going to solely rely on listener support. So with that being said, I would love any donation that you can make today. Link is going to be in my podcast for you. And uh, as a thank you, I want to send you something. So there is a website. I've included it in the link in the text of this podcast as well as in my link tree. It's called Seek discomfort. And they have a product lane of clothing and accessories that all say seek discomfort. And it's all about stepping out of your comfort zone. They encourage you to step out of your comfort zone and seek discomfort. So I want to support them uh, while I'm not being sponsored by them. So what I'm asking you to do is provide any kind of donation that you can make today. And once you've done that donation, you can do a screenshot or a link of that donation and email me at, at sageuppodcast, which is all one word, at gmail.com. And I would be happy to send you a free Seek Discomfort sticker. So in the email, not only are you going to include the information of your donation, but just put your name and a mailing address and I will send you a free seek discomfort sticker while supplies last. If there are no more supplies, I will let you know, but I will thank you so much for the support, but I do have some stickers to give away. So I appreciate your support and I want to thank you.